1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Young Hunter is a youth hunting social media network. Our goal is to get the youth engaged in hunting and get them outdoors. I've been talking with a lot of people. They've been recommending that we start a podcast, which I'd love to do, just to hear their experience, not their parents' experience and all that. It doesn't cost you, it literally doesn't cost you anything. You can go to Walmart right now, pick up a $90 point-and-shoot camera, go hit the hills with your buddies, and make a sweet video. That thing is perfect, and it's a great gun for a young kid to start out with. It's small, it gets the job done. I swear, I don't even have a Netflix account, Hulu account. I, dude, I don't watch cable anymore. YouTube is everything nowadays. I want to help out others. I know that I was raised being very fortunate, but I want to help people who want to get into it who don't have the money for it. This is Jackson Hartley. My name's Hunter Dahl. And this is Living Country in the City. Y'all ready for your dose of flyover state spirit? Straight from the concrete jungle? Well, put down your latte and pull on your boots. It's time for Living Country in the City. Hey y'all, welcome to episode 113 of Living Country in the City. Before we get started, as always, a huge thank you to Sawyer Products for their continual support of the podcast. Y'all, as you are getting into the outdoors, whether it's hunting, fishing, scouting, or even just spending time outside with your family, we are all very aware of not just the annoyance, but the dangers that mosquitoes and ticks can carry. Sawyer's entire line of insect repellents have been tested and are effective against the mosquitoes, which carry Zika virus, yellow fever, and dengue fever as well as ticks that can carry Lyme disease and that really nasty red meat allergy, which is pretty much a nightmare to anyone that hunts. And y'all, they are scent-free, safe for your gear. Make sure y'all head on over to Sawyer.com slash GearSafe, learn all about Sawyer's line of insect repellents, and how you can use them to protect against mosquitoes and ticks in the outdoors. Also, y'all, do not think I've given up on it. I have just been crazy busy lately, but the Wild Initiative is coming within the next couple of weeks, and I'm excited to announce that with the rebrand of Wild Initiative, I'm going to be bringing you some exciting new content. Y'all, I am working with some other contributors, some other podcasters to bring you some fresh new content each week. Don't worry, you'll still get your weekly releases from me asking my questions coming at it from the 
view of someone new to hunting, someone that was not raised in it, I still want to spread that message and really lower that bar of getting into hunting. But also, I want to bring in some awesome, fresh new perspectives throughout the week. So don't be surprised when you start hearing some new voices, seeing some new pictures in your feed throughout the upcoming weeks after Wild Initiative launches. Also, y'all, if you have not reached out and you are looking to start a website, a podcast, or just upgrade your web presence in general, head on over to livingcountryinthecity.com slash website hyphen design, or just reach out and let's get you a website consultation. Y'all, a good website can make or break your brand. So check out the selection of everything I've done, fill out that quote request form on the website, And let's see if we can't get you upgraded to an awesome new website that will really showcase the content that you have to offer. All right, y'all, getting on to today's episode. While I was at Hunt Expo, I got introduced to a couple of really great young men, Jackson Hartley and Hunter Dahl of Young Hunters. Y'all, these two guys have a real passion for hunting and a real passion for getting other youth into the outdoors who may be struggling, who may not have access. We have a really great conversation about some of the struggles that youth may be facing as far as getting into the outdoors. We tell a few hunting stories, and I just really have a great time getting to know these two guys. So y'all, I hope you enjoy episode 113 with Jackson Hartley and Hunter Dahl of Young Hunters. So here we are, Hunt Expo, final day. Everyone looks exhausted, exasperated, and ready to just go home. Uh, but this is awesome for me because I get to sit down and talk with cool people. And yeah. we uh, were not really in- initially planning on doing this this morning. No, no. But uh, I was over harassing the guys over at Crispy and was introduced to you guys, what, I mean, half an hour ago? 40, something hour like that, something yeah. Like that. Half an hour ago, and, uh, yeah. So um, I'm here with Jackson Hartley and Hunter Dahl of Young Hunter. So it, tell me a little bit about your yourselves, maybe just... The, the elevator pitch of how did you get into hunting? What got you your start in the outdoors? All right, so my start was, it was I was about 11, and uh, my brother had asked my dad, he's like, hey, how come we don't hunt? And my dad's like, we hunt. And uh, my brother's like, no, well, we haven't ever gone. And so we, my dad's like, my dad took us out hunting, and after that first shot that my dad took, and when he dropped his mule deer, I was just hooked from there. I started hunting that next year i finished hunter safety that january and applied for the hunt drew out for here in utah and hunted mule deer that first year and it since then i've just been hooked and i haven't stopped that's awesome i mean main for me i was three years old probably when i first got introduced to it Uh, my dad used to put me on his shoulders walk around the hills Um, (laughs) one thing i do remember when i was a little kid though uh General season deer hunt in Utah, you know, cold weather, you know, snowy outside, orange hat on, on his shoulders, walking through the trees, my hat just disappears, right? <laughs> so it's just like, it's almost like the allure to the outdoors, like, there's so many things that you can, it, it, it just expands your world, right? And I was three years old, didn't understand anything. So, I mean, just moving up, now I'm 17, everything from that point on um, slowly grows into it. Uh, I, think my, I think I was eight years old when my dad first, like, shot a deer when I was with him, um, that was a great experience. Shot a two-point with, with an AR-15, actually put like 20 shots right in his chest cavity, and it was like, 
That was it was crazy. <laughs> I remember my dad almost passing out hiking up a hill, dude. He's I was eight, so I couldn't do anything. I carried his pack and his gun, and he pulled this huge two point out of this big old canyon. And <laughs> I swear I was just hooked from there. So I mean, from three years old, I was on the shoulders of my dad, just bumming around the hills, and now we're here. So, awesome. so we are here in the Young Hunter booth. What is uh, Young Hunter? So Young Hunter is a youth hunting social media network. Our goal is to get the youth engaged in hunting and get them outdoors. My older brother and I started it. Um, he's going to be here. He's in Texas right now. And uh, but he'll be here back in August. And we'll definitely get, get into the hunting season for sure. It, I can't wait to start hunting with him again. But uh, So we started Young Hunter because of the amount of hate that we had received. We had originally started out as a social media platform for youth to post their pictures, videos, and stories online. But that kind of was too much of like a hassle to keep maintaining and all that and so we I've mainly just been running it off of Instagram and all that I engage with the youth they have questions I answer them I try to help them I just want to inspire them get them outdoors and just to get them off the couches and everything and uh, I definitely had some low points in the company where I just haven't done anything but then there will be times where just the ideas will be going through my head I just gotta just crank it out and just I won't do anything unless I get it done and it, it Really, we just want to inspire the youth and get them outdoors. We want to help them out any way possible. So right now on Instagram, youth will send me their pictures. I'll repost them, give them the publicity that they deserve and that they that they need to help them continue to go. They're the next generation, and I want to make sure that they know that we care about them and that we want to help them succeed. Yeah, I mean, youth is really the next generation. Like, I mean, you have all these big guys out here with the companies that are going successful right now, but when they get old enough and they're not going to be able to run those companies, who's going to run the companies, right? You can't just pull a guy off the streets and say, Hey man, you have to know everything about this pack. You got to know everything about this like product. I mean, you got to get you don't have kids that start young. You got to grow them up in it. You got to grow them, make sure they love it and be passionate about it like all these guys like I mean, these guys didn't start these companies off of being just, "All right, I want to start a company. I want to make money." They were passionate about their product and that's why they're being successful today. So, I mean, the youth is really the next generation, so No, I mean, that's that's super important. You know, we talk all the time, you know, you hear it all over the place, you know, "Oh, we're losing hunters every year." We're you know, we need to we need to bring more people into hunting, and you know, yeah, there's that contingent of contingent of people that it's just, you know, like you said, you're being carried around on your on your yeah. shoulders all the yeah. time, and but there there's a lot of people, and that's my passion is is finding people that that may not one may not be a part of the traditional hunting community all the time right, and right. that that's one aspect of it those are people that don't feel like they have a right. community they can reach out to and they may be getting more hate right. or or whatever that is but then also you know um we have a a lot of people that you know may not have the experience dealing yeah. with a lot of that hate you know yeah. maybe they were raised in a hunting family but they've they've had a very close-knit community mm-hmm. this whole time and now you know suddenly they're on instagram or they're right. on facebook yeah. and uh they're they're trying to post some stuff up yeah. and you know they don't haven't had that experience dealing with someone that that may be right. coming after them right. and I mean yeah. I mean and when when you're at the hunt expo it's like wow you have all these people that are into hunting and stuff but I mean this is nothing compared to like like the population of the world right I mean we got a lot of people that are coming in out of state and I mean that's a lot of people but a lot of them are from Utah and the surrounding states right so I mean you have so much stuff that just it comes all in the hunting expo you have all the expos down in Vegas all over Portland and that's where you really can see like all right the hunting community is still big enough that we still have like we still have capabilities of getting the youth involved and I mean that's honestly what we're here for so 
Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's it's an important tool for recruitment. Um, so right now, is it? It's uh, it's an Instagram profile. Instagram um, profile. Um, our Instagram is Young Hunters without an E. Okay, so H N T R S. Yep. Yes. Okay, and um, are there are there any plans to expand that further? Oh, yeah. uh, what's uh, yeah, so what's on the roadmap for Young Hunters? So currently, I have a lot of footage. I want to start up our YouTube channel a lot more, and I've been talking with a lot of people. They've been recommending that we start a podcast, which I'd love to do, just to talk with the kids, which mm-hmm. nobody does a podcast with the kids when it comes to hunting. I'd love to do a podcast with the kids and hear their their experience, not their parents' experience and all that. I want to hear their experience. I want them to tell other people. I want adults to be inspired from these kids, seeing, wow, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. They're on a podcast sharing their hunting experience, and we get to hear their side instead of just watching and telling our side. And um, But YouTube-wise, I got a lot of footage. I just got to find a time to sit down, edit it all, and find time yeah, to release it. Yeah, in all your spare time, right? Yeah, yeah. Find, <laughs> find time to release it. So hopefully this summer, this school, summer right? I'll be releasing a lot. But um, my passion right now is film, and I definitely would love to grow the YouTube channel. I'm Later this year, I'm planning on um, offering to come film hunts for youth. I'd love to go do that just because when I'm older, I want to be able to, to share with my kids, this is what I did when I was younger. This is what, how I hunted. This is what my hunts were like when I was a kid. I want to be able to share that with my kids, and I know that other adults, parents even, they would love for their kid when they're older, hey, this is what we did when you were younger. I don't know if you'll remember this, but this is how this hunt went. This is what we did. This is mm-hmm. what you killed. This is how it all went down, and I'd love to just be able to help them out with that and well, and that's really cool, too, because, I mean, you know, you guys are probably on a bit more of a budget than maybe right, somebody that's yep. been making a full-time salary for a yep. few years. Yeah, for and, sure. And uh, so guys your age may not have the resources yep. to go out. Yeah, you know, we've all got iPhones, stuff like that. Yeah. But to really put together it's a expensive. cool a video cool of a hunt. Video that's like a full production. It's Yeah. It, it really is expensive because you got to take in the cost. The camera, I mean, the iPhone or whatever phone you got. Years, it is such an amazing camera on it that you could literally you could make a full production film on an iPhone or any Samsung or anything. You could really just do that. But for to make it like all the big names, everything, all their films, all that, you got to take in the price for the camera, for lighting, audio, for the editing software, That's, for the transitions, yeah. for the LUTs, the coloring, everything. It all it all ends up being a huge price, which can add up, and it really does cost a lot. But Really, you, you get a free app on your phone, and yeah. you can make you mm-hmm. can make a good video. There's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of people. For instance, um, Antler Trader. Most of his vlogs, most of his videos, and he's huge. Everyone loves Antler Trader. All I don't vid- know. I don't know about everyone loves Antler not, Trader. Not everybody. That but Josh there's a, there's Corbin a lot. guy is kind of <laughs> sketchy. Uh, <laughs> hey, I, yeah. no, knowing knowing him personally and knowing knowing his family personally, I love the guy to death and all that. <laughs> I've had him on the podcast before. You I know. Say he's yeah. A good buddy, so, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised that you have. He. Everyone wants to talk with him, and he's. He's really just such a nice guy, but all of his videos, he films on his phone. He yep. edits on his phone. It. You got to start somewhere, right? You can't. You can't yeah. just go. You can't just be like, all right. Well, I think I want. I think I want to film hunts, right? You, you, I mean, most people can't just be like, okay, I want to film hunts. Go out and buy a four thousand dollar DSLR the next day. You're not walking out with a red camera. Yeah. on Oh my your gosh. First. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're not gonna go buy the huge tripod. As much as you wish. The thing is, with the red, they shoot so good, but they're a pain to pack. Yeah. I was gonna say, and that's the other thing is like. You know, you don't necessarily have the experience or the crew that's going to pack in all this camera gear. Right. But yep. so it's it's cool having, you know, 
that's an awesome service. Um, interesting enough, have you guys heard of the Go Wild app? Uh, yeah, I have. Um, personally, no. It's a, it's, it's an app. It's a, you know, there's been a few that have come around, but it's a, a it, it, I guess, pigeonhole it a little bit. It's a social media app. It's a community app. There's a lot more to it, but it's similar kind of idea where it's a place yeah. where you can go be supported. Yeah. I actually. Um, want to introduce you guys to brad luttrell he i think you guys would have an awesome time talking with him yeah and i could see some awesome opportunities for a partnership between what you're doing and what you want to support with them um but i want to make sure i want to make sure i I hook the two you guys up so this kind of a reminder for myself as well of course but uh i and i know he's really passionate about bringing new people into hunting and stuff as well um and for my brother and I, when we started it out, we mainly started just because we had received death threats and all that, and we yep. didn't want we didn't want the kids to get that. But after we had started it, the kids just kind of it's like they just didn't end up posting online. They either their parents posted or they just posted and just wouldn't care. Right. And I mean, that kind of turned our standpoint to we're just gonna be social media based, but we're gonna help them. We just want to help mm-hmm. them in any way possible. And mm-hmm. I mean, my brother when we when he started, it, he was 16 and. I'm yeah. only 16 right now, yep. but we kind of right. we don't have we don't have the social media degree. We're not the best at social media, and most of these big companies that have like that, they went to college, they went to school to learn about social media, learn how to engage with people. I don't know if he did or not, but still, the fact that he's able to successfully grow it, he knows more. He knows more mm-hmm. about it than I mean, and it doesn't cost you would. anything to start an Instagram account. You can go yep. as long you, as long as you have a device. You can have a computer. You can have a phone, a tablet, anything like that. It doesn't cost you anything to start an Instagram. If you're already out there in the woods fishing, hunting, picking up sheds, I mean, glass and anything just like post. that. Yeah, post you just it's just about everything. it's about being consistent. Everyone wants consistency. If you're posting maybe one picture a week, I mean, if it's on the same day, but if you're like once every couple months or like a couple here and there, if you're like consistent with it, that's how people you, you get to notice them. I mean, the people that are consistent, you pull up on the uh, like search bar on Instagram those are the pictures that you see are the people that are consistent because the followers are liking their content I mean it doesn't cost you it literally doesn't cost you anything you can go to Walmart right now pick up a $90 point-and-shoot camera go hit the hills with your buddies and make a sweet video I mean it's just take some sweet pictures there's there's a lot there's a lot of these really cheap pictures that no really cheap cameras that can take some super good pictures yeah it's all it's all in like it's all the creativity like my iphone 7 plus that thing is amazing it takes amazing portrait photos anything panoramas i mean you name it that thing just like this thing is a little handheld magical device and you have it on you always yeah it's always on you battery life's great on it everything like that um i mean you can virtually get started with nothing you can always like Say your grandpa has an old camera that he hasn't used forever. I mean, like with my grandpa, my aunt actually gave me a point-and-shoot camera that I used for a long time to make videos. And, I mean, I did, it did not cost me anything. It just was like, hey, can I use this camera, right? Like, so, I mean, there's many ways that you can, like, loopholes that you can find um, without spending any money. Because I know that's a lot of thing with the youth is, I mean, money's tied with youth and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, money being, doesn't grow on trees. Yeah, right? I mean, getting a little bit older, I'll be 18 within the next few months. Um, and that definitely opens opportunities. I'll be graduated, um, full-time job. I mean, that opens more opportunities. But for people that are like 12 and all, like all those and ages, just right getting there. It, just getting into yeah. the social media world, it consistency is key. And that's one thing that I didn't realize until I realized the numbers on young hunters was going down. I was like, oh shoot, <laughs> I got I got to start being consistent. Yep. And as soon as I started being consistent, I started pushing forward. We were talking last night. 
it's a hustle. You just got to keep going. Don't it's stop. A grind. It's a grind, it's, man. It really people, is. People ask about that all the time, you know, and, and it's, it's kind of funny. I, I joke about that with some people. It's just, you know, they think it's just like, oh, just kind of posting occasionally on Instagram. No, it's not that hard. I mean, yeah, no, it, it, really it turns into awesome. work. You don't get to enjoy social media no. as much as you used to. You got to yeah. grind it out, man. You got you to be they, self There's a ton of people who just post just to post. But then there's, there's other people who are trying to grow or trying to make a living off it. I'll admit, I'd love to make a living off of posting mm-hmm. online, but it doesn't always come like that. You got to work towards that. And then eventually you can get there, but you'll still have to keep doing other stuff to earn yeah. all that. Um, so we talked a little bit about uh, maybe the hate people receive on social media and, and cost of gear. If, if you're talking filming, what are, what are some of the struggles you see facing a, a younger hunter, someone, you know, a youth hunter coming, coming up through the ranks these days trying to become a successful hunter? Um, I, think, I think one of the struggles that they face, it, it would mainly be getting started. One of, one of the hardest things, because um, it depends, it really depends, because there's some families who just don't hunt, but the kid really wants to get into it, and they don't have anyone to take them out. So the hardest thing is trying to find people who will take you. Yep. The second hardest thing would be getting geared, getting the yep. equipment and everything to go out. Like we said earlier, it, everything costs a price to yep. do all that. But um, really finding someone who will teach you the ways and to, to take you out, I think that's the, the hardest part, which... Once I start up our YouTube, that's what I want to do. I want to be able to give out tips for the youth to be able to, to start, to be able to get out, to keep going, everything. So mm-hmm. I, think, I think that's the hardest struggle is getting started. Yeah, I mean, and you can go to Walmart and buy a $50 full camo kit, um, just local, local places like that. I mean, Walmart, I mean, it's so underrated. You could go in there, walk out with a bow. You could walk out with camo for probably all under 500 bucks, go hit the hills, and you could slay. I mean, you could get it done. I mean, I'm for sure grateful for my grandpa and my grandparents. Um, my dad, I mean, a lot of people don't have that. I mean, they could just have a mom, single mom, you know, um, and that's hard for a lot of people. Um, but it's just about, yeah, like Jackson said, finding those, like, loopholes with getting out in the mountains. I know when I, before I turned 16, before I was able to drive, it was hard to get out in the hills. Like, for sure. I was texting everyone, being like, hey, could you run me up here, finding someone else to go with. Now that I'm 16, I mean, it just opens opportunities. Like, it, it, opportunities definitely do come with age. It, yeah. Being able to drive, that op- that opened up so <laughs> much for me. I can only imagine. Yeah. That's got to be tough. It was before ridiculous. I, I'd, just hunt, I'd just try to hunt the foothills and everything. Yeah, just right everything next close to our to house. My house. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just everything outside of city limits. But then now that I can drive, I can go and find all these places where all the all the big animals are. But it right. you don't just find them. They don't just show up like that. It, you got to put in the work to find it. it during, so this year, I actually didn't end up tagging out. But I hunted 28 out of the 30-day season that Utah has. I don't know how long it is, but I hunted at least 28 days, and I had multiple miss, missed opportunities where I would get close and my stock would be blown by a doe, uh, or I would just make one wrong move. Matter of fact, Hunter and I went up. He, I, we found a great buck. He was easy, a 190-inch buck. He was heavy, everything, and we had him at 90 yards, and just from the time we saw him, he just kept moving up, and we actually scaled a cliff with all our packs, everything, just trying to climb up just to get up to him. That was man. It, we... We definitely put the work in, and by the end of the day, we were just dead. We were so exhausted. <laughs> oh. We and we tracked it. We put in at least twenty miles of just like just different steps and everything. But the total distance we went, there's no way we put that much. But it's just trying to get up, trying to get yeah. up to where he was at. Because I mean, deer and all that. I don't know how they do, but they can scale everything. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what it is. They'll just oh, climb yeah. up. Yeah. I've I've hunted deer up in high cliffs. It'll take me six something hours to get up. It's a pain, but. If it actually happens, it works out. But mm-hmm. 
every time grind, that I, every time that I put in <laughs> multiple hours on a stock, either it goes to the last second and it just is a blown blown stock either by mistake by me or I just rush it. But really, you just got to put in the work for it and. It just doesn't come easy. He's yeah. really got to work I mean, for it. I was lucky enough to tag out last year on my just general season archery mule deer tag. Um, it's a youth tag just because I still have my last year left. I was going to say, you lucky sons of guns. Yeah. I will say my ne I, my nephew hunts, mm -hmm. and I he just turned 18, oh, and I was yeah. talking to him, yeah. and he's like, it sucks. no, my tags are so expensive, and mm -hmm. I can't draw all this other stuff. I have yep. to put it in for a point. Yeah, like, you got to be dedicated I in order to hunt three seasons. I was laughing at him. Uh -huh. <laughs> I was it, like, welcome to my world, I'm buddy. Not, yeah. I'm not ready for that, but, yeah, like, <laughs> I, I mean, I was lucky enough to tag out. I put in the grind, that's for sure. I mean, two months before season open, we're setting trail cameras. We're dri I mean, it's an hour drive, and I mean, I drive an old farm truck that gets probably six miles. It's like six to eight miles per gallon, right? So taking that thing all the way up the canyon, I mean, it's a half tank there and back. I was working full time. Uh, not just that, trying to get to, to set up camp and yeah, all that. Yeah. So his camp was, it was way back in there, yeah. and it was, a, it was a good setup yeah. camp, but we had to take horses to carry all the gear to get back there, and then had to bring the horses back and take them back, but then gas prices, it, Everything. Yeah, uh, it was it, I mean, off, it's but ridiculous, still. but I, it, I mean, it was just a grind. Like I was working full time for a place down in Payson, uh, Rocky Mountain ATV. Okay. And I was working eight hours a day, right? And I was grinding that out. I mean, I was making about fourteen dollars an hour, which is way good for ha ha like sixteen years old, right? Yeah. And so it'd be hard. I'd take a day off every week just so I could go hit the hills. I mean, and it wouldn't be, oh, I'm gonna take a day off and relax. It's I'm gonna take a day off and hike my butt off, right? Heading up the mountain. Um, and it, I mean, half a tank, it, gas was fifty bucks. I mean, it was. It, it usually cost me about thirty-five bucks every time I wanted to go there and back. I mean, which is fine. It was all worth it in the end. But man, we get in there. It's like six and a half miles into like my first cam. Um, from that point, um, we started getting some good bucks on trail camera. The year before that was a little bit better. I mean, last year the rut really didn't happen for elk because I also had an over-the-counter elk tag in my pocket. I had plenty of opportunities at cows and spikes, but I, was, I didn't want to pack anything out unless it had, like, a rack. That seems selfish, but I was like, I mean, I have enough meat. I was like... And, and also, we had put in so much time for that. It just, it just wasn't worth to shoot something for the meat just because we have... Yeah. And also I mean, because we have, have family members that hunt, and we have yep. so much meat in the freezer. If, yeah. And if we're putting in... If we're putting You're not in exactly in a meat crisis. Uh, right, yeah, yeah. No, if we're putting months months and time into, into hunting and all that, trying to... Sometimes, sometimes it's worth it to take, and it, take a rack. But it was definitely nice sometimes, for sure. I had my friend Dave Kruger. He used to play, uh, I think it was NFL, and then I had a guy named Taylor Lyons that I hung with up there. Anyways, it, it's just a grind spot. I'm, I was lucky to have them to pack out my deer, for sure. Uh, my other friend, Hunter McGuire, me and him uh, started a small page. Now uh, I'm helping Jackson run it with him. But, I mean, without them, it would definitely would not have happened. Like, you got... You got buddies, like connections is everything, I guess. Like it really if, is if, just who you know. Yeah. If it was me, who you know, and how myself, you and how you attack yeah. it. Yeah, I couldn't do anything. Yeah. Like, so, um, where are you guys based again? Are you here in Utah? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're based here in Utah. Okay. Yeah, Central Utah. So you know, you obviously may not know about every every youth hunt in every state. Whatever. Yeah. What say maybe even just speaking about Utah? What are uh, what are some good opportunities for someone that's just getting started that wants to start yeah. hunting? What's some opportunities that they should so start there's, looking at? So, first off, I would highly recommend getting your hunter safety. Get it. Obviously, yeah. You can get it at any age, but I would highly recommend getting that done because as soon as you get that done, that opens up more opportunities for you to hunt. Without your hunter safety in Utah, you can still hunt coyotes. You can hunt rabbits. Yep. Um, 
those are so fun to hunt. Coyotes, there's there's so many. In Utah, we have a $50 bounty on coyotes. So you bring in the left, really? ear, left ear and the lower it jaw. It changes all the time, too. Like, it'll go up to 75, down to 50. It just, it just, depend, it just depends on how many, yeah, man, <laughs> how many they find. So you take in the left ear and the lower jaw. You take it into the city hall, and they'll pay you 50 bucks for it. Yep. And Shoot. so you could, it's, if you find a good area where there's a ton of them, you kill, like, six, seven of them a day, you're making more than you would a week oh, yeah. or in a month. So That's plain really, for my uh, gas out here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, um, other then, than that, once you get hunter safety, um, our turkey season so we have a spring season and then a fall season fall season it switches around and the fall season it's not really much announced just because they kind of try to keep it low number wise of tags going out but in the fall season somebody told me this earlier you can take up to three turkeys and i wish i would have known that this fall because i had the turkeys just patterned so well this fall and i was like oh i can't i can't wait for the spring oh that's a huge tom i can't wait to kill them in the spring but now that i know I'm for sure gonna try to get an over-the-counter turkey tag next year for the fall um, turkeys definitely that there's they're everywhere all over the state of Utah. Um, upland game, you could if you uh, get like your upland game permit and all that, you can just go walk the fields yeah. in the areas that they're at and you spook yep. them up. It's really it's it's exercise for you and you potentially right. get to shoot something. Yeah, so, and, I, and you I, get meat. Yeah, I'm down in the farm fields down in Spanish Fork. I don't know if anyone knows where that is, but down in Benjamin, Utah, um, and we just have a small little farm out there. You just kind of on our own terms it's it's super awesome i love it down there but i mean you can get started i know my little brothers will go outside with a pellet gun and shoot tweety birds out of the tree for heck's sakes like they just sit may there may not be legal but yeah. it happens I as mean, kids i grew up i grew up doing that in the suburbs my yeah. mom my mom would be in the kitchen i'd be out in the backyard and anytime i knew she wasn't looking mm-hmm. like because you know i'm supposed to be shooting a cardboard box or whatever anytime also, like, she wasn't squirrels. looking i'd be shooting yeah. them off the yeah. squirrel squirrels there's a lot of squirrels here yeah. in utah there's a lot of pot guts you shoot you get a pellet gun just to start out. You start a kid on a pellet gun when they're like three. Freaking Red Rider BB gun. I got that when I got <laughs> baptized. I'm I'm part of the LDS church, and for when I got baptized, I mean, my dad bought me his first like my first gun, which was a BB gun, Red Rider. We went down to Big Five, picked it up. I, I was in heaven. And that's what my dad. That's what my dad's dad, my grandpa, did for him when he turned eight. So we kept that family tradition. I hope to do that with my kids. But I mean, down in the farm fields for sure. Like, there's upland game hunting, pheasants, stuff like that. There's dove hunting, all right, that starts September 1st. Like, all this stuff that you can do. I did. I do a lot of waterfowl, actually. I, that's, I love doing that during, like, the off-season. Like, that is my thing. I'll go, sit, I'll go sit in a field for eight hours in the freezing cold, right, snowing, like, raining in a layout blind, decoys. Sometimes it's by myself, sometimes with buddies. But, I mean, and even if you're not, like, old enough to shoulder a 12-gauge shotgun, I mean, like I a said, 20 gauge, 16, well, 16 gauge as well. Um, my dad actually just barely bought a double barrel 16 gauge just because we were going out pheasant hunting and my dad has a weak shoulder from previous sports injuries and all that. And he just, and his shoulder was just killing him. And we had a hunt planned and he's like, I can't, there's no way I could. I'm not shouldering shoot. a 20 gauge. He's like, I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to sho- yep, shoulder yep. a 12. But, and then we went out and shot and he's like, oh, the 20 is just killing me. He would only shoot like maybe five rounds before he could shoot again, and so we got him. At, we got a 16 gauge, and that thing is perfect. And it's a great gun for a young kid to start out with. It's small. It gets the job done. I don't know if he'll get the job done on goose. I know a 20 gauge will because I've done it. But yep. other than that, yeah. It. I mean, it's just about getting out, honestly. Yeah. It, I mean, take a kid hunting. Like, I, I have little cousins. Get him outdoors. Yeah. Get like, him off the couch and get so him outdoors. What would you What would you recommend for someone that, uh, you know, say? That doesn't have family that hunts. Doesn't have a lot of friends that hunt, but they're like, you know, maybe they saw came down to the expo with some friends or something. They're like, 
I don't know. They just don't have a lot of access to someone, someone necessarily that hunts, but they want to get into it. What would you, what would you recommend for someone like that? What I recommend is, I'd watch a lot of, I'd watch a lot of YouTube videos. YouTube. Kind of take, kind of mm-hmm. take what their, what techniques that some of the big names are doing and all that. Take their techniques and try to like write them down. Take notes. Write them down and go out and just try to apply that. If you, if you can get to an area that you can hunt in. I just go explore. Just go try to be in nature. Just observe it. Learn, learn to hear, hear. Learn to track the different tracks. Learn to tell if oh, that's a little, that's a little doe, and and learn to tell a doe and a buck track. It really, as yeah. soon as you can tell those two apart, and you can tell different types of scat. It really, hunting comes pretty easy. It's yeah. all. Just putting in the work and putting in the time. It Dude, takes time for sure. YouTube is a big, like, it's huge. I swear, I don't even have a Netflix account, Hulu account. I Dude, I don't watch cable anymore. YouTube is everything nowadays. <laughs> like, it really is. And, like, I mean, my little brothers are on YouTube just watching, like, little vloggers and all them. And they, I mean, I swear I get more excited off of watching, like, say, a Justin Finch high country ar- archery mule deer hunt than I do, like, uh, than anything else. Like, it gives me butterflies, like, off season, I'll sit and watch those for hours because it just like gives me that feeling again of like high country in the summer. And, and like I was saying earlier yeah. for YouTube for Young Hunter, that I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait till the off season because that's when I want to release. Because as soon as the season's over, I want to release it so then they can the people who've gone out they can take the techniques that they did and whatever they did they can take that and they can learn to do better or they can say oh this is what that this is what worked I'm going to try that next year. This is what didn't work. I need to fix this. I want to be able to help them out any way possible, so I'll be doing tips, everything, in the near future. So yeah, I mean, if, if, if you really to want to get into hunting, man, just ask a friend. Like, find somebody. Yeah, you just gotta find someone. There's, there's people. There's a lot of people that hunt out there. There's other people that know people that hunt. I mean, you just gotta, you gotta be willing to be vocal. If you're just kind of hiding, like almost being scared to ask people that, man, you just gotta go ask. Like, yeah, I mean, really me and Jackson have been just grinding all weekend trying to get connections here at the expo. Man, it's like, sometimes it's like, you get you get kind of scared walking up, like, talk to some of these big guys, like, trying to get, like, sponsorships or just things like that. I mean, but dude, you just gotta, you just gotta, like, put yourself out there. That's how you get noticed, man. You, you go walk around, mealy freak guys, like, hey, let's do a podcast, like, right? I mean, and when you're a youth, I mean, I don't know if everyone takes you as seriously if you're as an adult, but I mean, by the time, if you, starting this young, by the time we're old enough as these, like, old as these guys run these huge companies, man, we're going to be on top of what they were when they were running these companies, right? Because we're starting way younger than they did. I mean, it's, it's like, it's all about the grind. I know we've said that word a lot, but it really is. <laughs> it's, it's really a grind. Like, well, man, it seems like you guys are out here working pretty hard. Uh, it's, For sure. You know, I mean, the expo, the expo I'd, I'd be hard pressed to say there's a, a younger booth out here. Yeah. So, uh, it, you know that alone says something. Um, people uh, wanted to wanted to find you guys on the on the internet. Where are they looking? So on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube, search up Young Hunters without an E and Hunter, no space, just Young Hunters. You can search that up on there. Um, that so that's Young Hunters account. My personal is Lone Peak Twenty, um, and then yeah, my personal is Hunter um, on Instagram. I also, we run, we run a little small one called Double Hunters as well that we're kind of working with Jackson with, trying to get that so off the So we're going to try to merge that in. They're going to help yep. out young We're, we're trying to start another one. I don't really want to release the name yet because I just bought all the domains for it. <laughs> and so I'm Up just, yep, so I'm just kind of waiting, kind of see how it goes. It's really close to a lot of other names, so it's get, we're going to have to do a lot of playing around with the um, logos and things like that. But I think it's the one that I'm going to want to take off with as far as my photography and filming and hunts and just 
everything like that, I think it's one that I'll want to take off with. But, I mean, we're just running that. I mean, the Jackson's website right now, as far as the uh, Young Hunters, it's like it's up there, but it's not it's not great yet. That's what we're going to work on this summer. We're gonna this, this summer, we're definitely going to make it a lot better. We're going to make it a, a very interactive site where youth can come and ask us questions, ask, ask us what they – Direct email, help, direct text, everything. Know, like, like we're going to – we will for sure help them out. That that's what I want to do. I, I mean, I've I've been fortunate to grow up with, with like what I need and all that to hunt and everything. But I want to help out others. I know that I I was raised being very fortunate, but I want to help the people who aren't. I want to be able to help people who want to get into it who don't have the money for and it. I, I want mean, we we do giveaways yeah. all the time. We give away gear. Right now at the expo, we're get, giving away a full Youth Kings camo outfit. We partner up with Kings. We're like, hey, we know the youth markets. We know that you guys don't have much youth stuff, but King's Camel is the only camel company currently that has youth stuff that goes yep. down to kids who are like three years old. It'll fit them. Yep. So, I mean, we're like, we got to get, we got to do something. So right now we're just giving away any, yep. any kid, whoever wins, they'll get the size that they need yep. and all that. And hopefully later that, later in the fall, we'll be able to see them in their gear hunting and hopefully yep. see them harvesting. Yep, so. And we, we partnered up a couple of years ago and actually we did give away a bow. Um, so the bow I hunted with the year before, we did that one, and that was a good giveaway for sure. That definitely gave a lot yeah. of publicity, publicity, publicity to young hunters for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, there's giveaways in the future. I think after this season, my bow is going to be also. We're going to do another giveaway with my bow um, because I'll be getting a new one here this next season. Um, we Jackson last year with young hunters, they did apparel. Um, this year was we weren't sure just money wise on doing that because apparel is very expensive. Yeah. And, it's, and it's hard to. Last year we did shirts and shirts and sweatshirts and it's hard it's, to do shirts and sweatshirts because trying to get the sizes that fit everybody and i thought that i'd have i'd have enough that would fit me mm-hmm. but i've outgrown my own stuff yeah. and i don't like that i loved being able to wear my own stuff i was like <laughs> i was like oh yeah I'm it's hard to know the audience name, too but, because the but parents I think ne- are buying next year it, right? next yeah. for yeah. sure next year we'll be back we've been here the last three years and we're not i don't think we'll stop we're going to keep growing and Next year we'll get a bigger booth, but next year for sure we're going to be doing hats. So yeah, and we're we're in the making for a couple other things with Mountain Ops. Um, we have something in the booth. Partnering up and everything. We're yep. just there's there's something next trying year, to help everyone, hopefully. trying to reach the youth tar- youth target, which most companies don't. So that's what we're approaching. That's exciting, guys. I'm really really stoked to see uh, kind of what comes of this and watching watching you guys progress. Uh, I'm about to give you a follow right here in a second on Instagram, but uh, it was really good meeting the two of y'all. Thanks for taking the yeah. time and hopping for on. Sure. Of course, man. Thank, Thank you. you. Absolutely. All right, y'all, that'll do it for episode 113 of Living Country in the City. Big thank you to Jackson and Hunter for sitting down with me. It was great getting to know them. Make sure y'all head on over to the show notes page at livingcountryinthecity.com slash 113 to check out links to everything we talked about in today's episode. Also, y'all make sure you head on over to sawyer.com slash gearsafe. Check out the line of insect repellents that Sawyer offers to keep you and your family safe in the outdoors this hunting season. Also, y'all keep an eye out for the Wild Initiative rebrand coming in the next couple of weeks. And don't be surprised when you start hearing some new voices and contributors popping up in the episode lineup week after week. Finally, head on over to the website at livingcountryinthecity.com slash website hyphen design. Fill out the quote request form, check out some of the work I've done before, and let's see if we can't upgrade your website. But until next time, keep it country, y'all. Thank y'all for listening to Living Country in the City. Get show notes and check out the blog, product reviews, events, and more at livingcountryinthecity.com.